This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. You can tell our friends, and they can have my things when we're dead. Welcome back to the Boys Cast, the first podcast exclusively for the boys. Boys, boys, boys. Am I taking crazy pills? Has there ever been a time in the history of the world where you and your you talk about something or think something privately, and then you look you look at anyone saying anything on the internet or in public, and you go, "That's not what I think. That's not what anyone I know thinks." I've never seen a time in history where the, what people are actually saying and what people are telling you that they're saying is is more off. I go, I'm taking a run right now. First of all, I, I'm, I'm on the street running. And this guy comes up to me and he goes, mask, mask, put the mask on. I go, who, if you, no, no, I don't stay home if I don't have a mask on. If you're the type of person, when you're, you see someone running, you see someone out walking down the street, not that close to someone, and you think they need to have a mask or your life's in danger, no, you stay home. It's time for you to stay home. If you're 75 years old and you go, uh, if, if I'm near anyone without a mask, I'm going to die. There's a danger to my life to the point where they start making a, a big public spectacle and go stop put a mask on you can't possibly fucking run down a path on a hot summer day without having a, a mask on like you're jason no no no. it's time for you to stay home that's what's going on right now i i, I see these prime ministers on the you know J- justin trudeau ceos of huge companies they're out there protesting the man he goes to the he goes to the protest justin trudeau the canadian prime minister goes there and kneels before everyone he goes i'm here to fight the power i stand with you it's like you're the, you're in charge who are you fighting against it's like amazon has a big strike against workers strike and then jeff bezos gets in line and he goes i agree we need to fight these conditions you're the one making the conditions you're like we're fighting the power and all of the powers are there you've got every you've got every you got prime ministers you got mayors politicians ceos everyone's out there like take down the man as if your parents, you know, these these kids being like, our parents suck, and then your dad's there like, parents do suck, we need to fight the parents. You're, people, who's the power? Some guy in Alabama? When is everyone, every prime minister and CEOs out there fighting against a couple guys that own a gun shop in the South? You're, you're the power that you're supposed to be fighting against. So You're in charge. So... So the Crystalia stuff. I, now, I predicted that this Crystalia stuff was just like any other thing. I said the p- police brutality stuff. I go watch in five days. It's going to be about everything other than police brutality, which it has. We're talking about all that. But the Crystalia thing specifically, you know, on Twitter, it was one tweet. Then all of a sudden, within two hours, it's like it's all anyone talks about. And then within a day, it's like, you know, male comedians are the problem. Toxic masculinity again. There's like 20 more people coming through with, you know, accusations that a guy is this and that. And some of them, they go... Like Ansel Elgar, you go, this is, you know, there's some big actor. It's, they said he, he was 20 and he dated a 17 year old. And the, and the whole thing is they did, the power is wrong because he's 2017. And you go, okay, it's one thing to say, listen, the laws are the laws and you can't do it. But you're supposed to, like, imagine a 20 year old, and we can all say, you know, these are the laws, you shouldn't supposed to do it. But as a man, you, there's 17 year olds that looked 40. 
Like, you know, and you're supposed to be a guy as a 20 year old. You're supposed to look at a 17 year old, and then and then these people say the he's a monster. It's like you're supposed to look at it and they go this this fucking 21 year old had a sex sex with a 17 year old. Supposed to go ew, <laughs> what a pedophile, disgusting. Like you don't get it. The rules are the rules, but like everyone's like oh 18's hot, and you're like oh some guy does have a 17 year like oh <laughs> I get you're not supposed to. Especially if you're fucking 40. But the reason, you can't talk about any of this stuff either. Because and there's only one stance to take, right? It's like, the same with the racist stuff. It's like, if you get, you take any stance other than the thing, you're racist, right? The same with this. Like, who wants to be the guy, you know, some 40-year-old has sex with like a 19-year-old and everyone's like, he's a devil. And you're like, I mean, it's not. And you're like, what are you condoning? You're like, ah, better just stay out of it. Because this one's, it's such a, they're all just such hot button issues. With this one, it, you know what it's like? For example, it's 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 illegal to have sex with your cousin. And I'm sure there's lots of people that are like, you know, I don't care if it's I, I don't care if people have sex with their cousin. You know, I don't think I don't think it should be illegal. But who wants to be the congressman that goes in court? and is like I have a new law to propose. I think that I that uh, it should not be illegal to have sex with your cousin, Darlene. And that should be none of the government's business. And everyone's like, OK. Like if you, there's no, I, I can't imagine being in Congress and they're like, hey, we want to raise the minimum age in this country, in this state or whatever. And even if you're like, I disagree with that. Like, how could you possibly ever be the guy that's been like, actually, it should be 12. Like you just, you can't take these stances without seeming like a psychopath. So every guy I'm watching, you know, they show these pictures of these girls, Crystal Lee is having sex with. They'll be like this friggin' smoking hot 18 year old. And you see these guys on the internet being like, just what a pedophile. And you're like. Shut up. Like, you actually have to you have to pretend your the thoughts are a crime. If you see some 18-year-old chick with huge boobs or whatever, and you have to be like, talk to her. It's bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. The guy, so this guy that had sex with, he, he was dating his 20, the 17-year-old, he's 20 or whatever, right? They're beating him up, and they go... And then she's kind of going like, well, the power dynamic, I was trapped in a scenario and he was an older man abusing me. And you go, lady, uh, trapped in a scenario you can't get out of. I can relate. I mean, I think every guy's been trapped in a scenario, but this it's not illegal if you dated a crappy dude. Now, what I think actually happened with Crystalia probably is he's fucking getting pussy in every place he goes in nonstop and then you know maybe he got free and loose with the ages or maybe he didn't I don't know and that's not for me I'm not a judge in a court of law if you know th th this is the case if he friggin started having sex with 17 year olds or we started even though know, he's like I like fucking 19 20 year olds and that's what I'm gonna do and then a couple slip by the cracks it doesn't really matter what any of us think it is just a law, and that's what it is. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. It doesn't matter anything. That's you, you. You go to jail, and that's what it is. But if 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 it wasn't that, probably what happened was he's you know having sex with a lot of girls, and he's DMing people, and he probably got mad addicted to that. Like we've all seen someone, or you've been through that, and that probably started to become way too much of a personality. And he's you know probably too old to be still in his like totally crushing pussy phase, and. He's having sex with girls that are pretty young and he started to get a little, you know, he's getting, he's putting it on the line, risking it in the Me Too era. I was saying this, if you're the, if you're, if you literally are a famous guy DMing tons of girls right now, just free and loose, you're out there just crushing. And then right now you're DMing girls that are 18 you're like, ah. 
it's one of those things when they, when you finally get me too, it'd be one of those things like you're basically the villain in a superhero movie and you turn your chair around like, what took you so long? You know, it's just, that's just what it is right now. Because I think there's what you think and then there's what it is, you know? Like I believe in freedom of speech, but if you go on a news station and you're talking and you start saying the N-word, it's like, it is what it is. If you're a celebrity right now and you're sending DMs to everyone in every city and they're taking screenshots, it's like... You know, that's at your own risk, dude. If you want to if you want to be risky like that, that's your call. But the the all the like other stuff that you add on, the power dynamic, they go, you know, that's another one they go. The power dynamic was wrong from the thing. And and there was one where it's like the guy paid for everything and they're trying to pin it like they're like this guy, you know, he's powerful and he pays for everything and it was like, man, how good would it be if that catches on for the boys? <laughs> Yo, listen, baby, I would love to pay for this bill. I, I don't want to have, I, listen, I cannot have a different power dynamic with you. It's got to be 50-50. I am woke. That's what it is. I, look, hey, I'd love to pay my share, but I'm not a rapist. You know what I mean? I'm not here to get me too'd. We got to be 50-50. Yes, I know that I have a good job and I make more money than you. And you are a struggling, you know, grad student. I understand that. I would love to help. But the rules are the rules. And if there's an unequal power dynamic, I'm no longer allowed to do that. So I'm sorry. They change the rules retroactively too. Because the truth is, you know, things change over time. It's like every celebrity got trouble for blackface and every single one of them got to come out and they go, it was disgusting. I am so sorry. But you're not so sorry. It's just at the time, it was like a funny thing to do. And now we've changed the rules for that. If you tell me that, you know, tucking in my boys isn't gay. And then five years later, you're like, actually, that was gay. I go, no, 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 no. We all decided across the board that you can tuck the boys in. Maybe a smooch on the cheek of one of your boys. And there ain't nothing gay about that. So am I taking crazy pills to say that a guy paying for more stuff than a girl isn't rape? A 20-year-old dating a 17-year-old isn't that crazy so listen it all takes it away and this point's been made a trillion times but you can't get carried away with your movement if you're like listen this guy's an abuser and stick to that and then you're like also justin bieber's an abuse it's like you're just you have to bring everything into your cause and then you go and everyone has to pretend like they think these things are crazy you go oh this boss had sex with his like secretary is an abuse of power and every guy has to be like how could he you have to go online and be like, that is, everyone goes, I, I'm I'm so sorry. I was even friends with him. You know, that, it's a monster. That guy's a monster. And every, you know, you know, you might say, listen, that's a little risky, you know, especially now. But to pretend that you don't get it, to be like, how could you? It's just, it, we're all living in a crazy world that we have to all lie. You have to be appalled, like Tucker Carlson. You have to be <laughs> Tucker Carlson just constantly appalled. That's you have to live your life like that. You have to go. You know, Tucker Carlson brings guests on, and he starts. He goes, "Hey, nice to meet you. Uh, thanks for coming on the show." And then he goes, oh, "What? Excuse me? He only brings he brings just like a plethora of guests on that just doesn't say crazy shit, and then he just goes, oh, "I can't even believe what I'm hearing. That's his entire business model." So you you gotta. The thing is, there's no point. But the thing is. There's no point in arguing this because you look like a crazy person. So what I'm doing right now, you know, even me, I'm saying 
whatever the the fucking devil's advocate position. I'm like, this is insane what I'm watching right now. The way people are acting, especially all these fucking woke people, because you see all these guys that do the same thing. They're all fucking DMing girls on the road and stuff. That's actually an idea I have uh, for a video next week is cancel people to admonish your own guilt. And the more you cancel people, the more, and if you cancel a canceler, you actually you get their cancel capital. Like as if you're playing risk and you got someone's cards. That's something I'm working on for next week. But the part point is everyone. It's like they're all jumping on. And it's like, you guys all do that stuff. You all send girls DMs. And if we want to say, you can't send girls DMs anymore, that's it. Okay, we'll make the rules and we'll follow them. But you can't just be like, we'll change the rules as we go and then retroactively get you in trouble for it. My favorite is, just to get stuck on this, the fucking girls that like think that, you know, like, oh, that guy's an ally. It's like, you're like, okay, you all know that guys will do a thing for pussy. Girls will be like, oh, guys will fucking do shit for pussy. They'll lie. They'll do all this stuff for pussy. But you're like... But you think they wouldn't do that? Like their meatloaf, they do it. Like they wouldn't that they wouldn't lie about that. They'll do it. They'll say anything for a puss, but they won't say that. There's no way they would lie about their political beliefs. No one does that. It's kind of like the believe all women thing. They go, women, we all know women lie. Anytime when they go, believe all women, I go, have you ever met a woman that lies? You go, I know, you know, so it's like girls, will do, they'll lie about anything, but they won't lie about that. It's they, They're on the meatloaf treatment. So a lot of these, they put it in position like, you know, this guy's, they're saying he's a sex offender and you're like, I don't think that's, and you're like, well, why do you do it? And you're like, well, I can argue something without doing it. You know, but how could you argue that you should be able to have sex with your cousin without seeming like you want to have sex with your cousin? So there's all these things. They're set up in a way that if you argue them, you, you're indicting your, you're, if you argue them, you're incriminating yourself. And this is all part of the thing that they do where they, they want to blur whether you think something should be illegal and whether you think something's wrong. There's many things that I think sh that you probably shouldn't do, but I don't think they should be illegal. You know, and here's a, here's a perfect example. And this is, and that, that would be like the bake a cake stuff. You know, the biggest one was the bake a gay cake thing. And you're like, should I have to bake a cake with 50 dildos on it? If I run a bakery and they go, I want a gay marriage cake. And if, you know, I want a bunch of dildos on it. Am I allowed to say no? I'm like, listen, if you run a bakery, I, I wouldn't, I don't think, you know, I, I would, I wouldn't turn away gay people, but should you be allowed to? Well, that depends what you mean. Should you be allowed to socially? That's not up to anyone. That's a consciousness of, that's a public consciousness issue. Should you be allowed to legally? Yes, you should. But that's not saying I condone it. That's saying I don't condone a violence against someone who does it. That's all you're saying. So they do this with Trump, right? Well, they put a, they, he'll say a law. And they go, they'll say, there should be a law that you're not allowed to say this. You're not allowed to misgender someone. Like, if you misgender someone, you go to jail. And Trump's like, oh, I, I don't think we should make a, or whatever. You know, any politician. They go, no, I'm not going to make a law about what people have to say. And then they go, Trump can, Trump uh, wants to make it legal to, Trump wants to make it legal to, you know, abuse trans people. And you're like, he, he probably, if you said, do you think it's good to do that? He would say no. But if you said, do you think that doing that should put you in jail? No. So it's the thing with these other things. I go, should you be in every city DMing every girl? I don't know. That's up to society to decide what they find. That's what, th what they deem acceptable. And you deem what you want to, you know, do about it. But should it be illegal to, to crush puss? <laughs> Should it be a lot of crush puss? If you crush underage puss, those are the laws. Tech censorship's a big one. You know, a lot of times people like me will be like, you know, it's terrible that these 
these companies are censoring everyone. You know, Facebook, Amazon. It's scary that they can come together and just decide we're going to make someone not a person anymore. And then you go, well, I thought you thought free companies should do what they want. And I go, I'm not saying the government should get involved. I'm actually not. I know that people like Trump are all like, oh, the government needs to regulate these. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's a problem. I don't know if I have the solution. I don't know what it is. But I'll tell you what. I mean, there's some, you know, there's the issues with the platform versus the publisher and whatever. I don't know. I just know that I don't like it and it's not good. So I don't know what the solution is. Should the government be now involved with who says what? Should the government have a a speech body that gets to decide what goes on YouTube? I don't think that's the answer either. But you're allowed to have a problem with something without thinking it should be illegal. So then what happens after? So what happens next is it becomes, you know, also the comedy store and all these comedy places. They're just this place where white men can be gross and they're can't let's cancel Rogan and let's cancel Joey Diaz. And it goes, this is why your powers don't work. You know, Joey Diaz is pretty funny. He goes, listen, I was a, I kidnapped a guy and went to jail for it. I've done a lot of terrible stuff in my life. That was a long time ago. And now I'm a different person. So what are you canceling me from? My podcast? And this is why... I think it's interest. We're in an interesting time where the canceling powers are working less, and all the biggest people run their own thing. The Rogan, you know, Andrew Schultz is really huge right now. Even that whole LA podcast scene, and there's you know a million people. I moved to America. All these people DM me, and they've got like a million followers and these huge audience. They're making lots of money, and they can't really have it taken away from them. And the reason for that is it takes about four or five years to society to shift. So when you put a tax, like let's say there's inflation and, you know, prices change. It's not like you walk into the store tomorrow and a bag of chips costs more. It takes a while and there's distribution systems and all this stuff. And then eventually the price changes. So about in 2016, they started saying, if you're a public figure, if you're a CEO, we're going to dig through. If you're a, you know, a comedian, we're going to dig through everything you've ever done. And if you're in the industry, we're going to take that away from you. So that's if you have, a, if you want to be an actor, if you want to be on a TV show, if you want to be the same, if you want to be in politics, it was always kind of like that. So they say, listen, we're putting this external tax on being in the industry at a time where, you know, social media was taking off and people were already growing their social media fan bases. And you're all like, oh, should I just do my own thing or should I, should I be doing the industry? You know, that's always the thing. It's like, should I be building my platform or should I go and be pitching shows and, you know, trying to be booking roles and auditioning? I don't audition for stuff anymore that's you know I've not taken many jobs since I got here so I made a switch if that's what I'm going to do and a lot of it was that you want to build a thing that they can't take away and that's this isn't just comedians this is people that have jobs so they've put an attacks if you work for something if you work in Silicon Valley if you work for um, any company they've put a tax on having an opinion they've put a tax on additional tax that you can have it taken away at any moment if you do or say the wrong thing now because of that Everyone started making changes. So everyone started making a shift over to this other thing. And now four years later, you know, it's kind of the same way that if you say, listen, if I start a store in the fucking most hood area in Harlem and versus starting a store in the hood area in suburbs, there's a tax that someone might come in and fucking rob me. That's a tax on putting that store there. So eventually, if that happens enough, over time, people stop wanting to put stores there and they stop start wanting to put stores in areas that they're not paying that tax. The mafia can come to you and say, hey, you know what? If you want to be 
in our, our area, we're going to friggin' take 20% and you have to pay for protection. That might start at first, but eventually, over the course of five years, 10 years, people will not open stores there because they know that happens. And eventually, they'll maybe move that store to another city. And eventually, the stronghold will get smaller and smaller. And that's what's happening in the industry. They put such a high price on being in the limelight where one in five people have to get cancels on the regular that now people don't want to be part of that anymore. And so now that all, people are getting away from it, the power is shifting away and their thing their their things worse less and the industry's answer to that is double down it, so these people now are killing you in ratings they're killing you in content and all they're doing is just what people did 10 years they're just making what south park was making 15 years ago whatever they're just telling the truth trying to be funny trying to be entertaining telling their opinions whereas the other people have to lie and they see joe rogan do this and their answer is double down on the opposite and the culture is so pervasive. You know, at Comedy Central, at these stores, at these companies, you know, there's probably bosses that are like, listen, let's fucking get out of this. And they're like, excuse me? Can you imagine? You have all these, you know, 30-year-old chick millennials that are all in on woke stuff. And you're like, let's make like a, just a funny show. that fucking whatever. And you're like, excuse me? So the big billboard in Toronto right now, someone sent this to me. It's a big billboard and their new podcast. So it's a podcast network. You know, not a, it wasn't a famous podcast. They just started this podcast. They're pouring money into it and it's called Gaysian. It's about a gay Asian. And how funny is it to think you go, all right, who are the biggest podcasts right now? Andrew Schultz, Joe Rogan, you know, was Chris D'Elia. And then look at that and be like, okay, so that's the data. What do people want? Gay Asian. It's like, are you out of your mind? How is so, someone go, am I taking crazy pills? Imagine being a, a, working at a place and be like, what have we sold the most of? And it's like, oh, we sold the most of this in large. We sold the most of this in large. And we sold the most of this in large. I got it. Crank up production on smalls. It's like, no, what are you doing? Do you, do you just hate money? And I think a lot of it is these companies are such a small part of these portfolios that they, they, they just go, listen, we just have to take the L on that. Maybe that'll help our social image. But if you're a minority, you should hate this. Like instead of, you know, if you're like, hey, we want diversity, get Bobby Lee, get one of the million funny comics I know. But if you're going to get a minority, like give a, just get a brown guy being funny. Instead of like, here's the struggles of like a brand, like every diversity has to be about the brown guy. You can just do what these people are doing and make the guy brown. But it's like, they got to pick like the most of all of the categories. It's got to be the gayest, the Asian is, the wokest. It's like, no one wants to listen to that. It's garbage. You should, if you're a minority, you should hate this because people, then people see this, you know, they see a fucking gay Asian that's funny. They go, ah, I know what this looks like. I don't like this stuff. And there's a million fucking funny minorities and black dudes. You should hate this shit. Because, you know, you see, when when you see, a, you're like, oh, we love black people. It's like, how many black Republicans are getting fucking Comedy Central shows? None. How many, like, you know, how many fucking, how many edgy Asian dudes that are saying what they want are getting picked up by the industry? None. What you want is diversity, a bunch of people that think the same thing that are different color. You want, we're like, we are the diversity network. We got Asians that hate Trump. We got gay guys that hate Trump. We have women that hate Trump. We have, you know, it's just, that's what it is. You don't have diversity. You just, you have your shitty beliefs and then you funnel them through diversity. You have your stupid white people nonsense and then you bring in brown people and you get them to say it for you. 
And sometimes I think to myself, I go, listen, there's an in-between to playing the game. I watch the LA comics and their boy goes down and all these guys are, you know, they're crying and they kind of go, listen, I can't believe this happened. It's very somber. And that's how they treat it. Which, you know, I can't, I imagine, I, I thought it was funny when like Theo Vaughn and those guys were going, they go, listen, when Dalia got taken down, I, I, you know, I hope he gets help. I was like, I, I wonder if Dalia called him and was like, you know, I'm denying it. Like, I don't, you guys, I haven't said I'm guilty yet. He's like, can you at least, can you at least let it go a little further before you totally throw me under the bus? Just say you don't know anything. Why do you have to weigh in against me? That's what I thought. If I was him, that's what I'd be thinking. But sometimes I'm like, I watch those guys. I'm like, maybe that's what, you know, they're playing the game and they got advertisers or whatever. And then I thought to myself, I go, you know, maybe... Maybe sometimes it's too much to just fucking say exactly what you think. Maybe you should sanitize it a little bit. But I go, well, if I was gonna, wasn't going to do that, then why would I even do this though, right? Like if, 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 if I'm saying, you know, what, what's an optimization problem of what I want my life to look like? And if I'm, if I'm going to be a guy that speaks my opinions for a living and then I can't say my opinions, why would I want to do that? You know, you're already dead. If I go, but you're like, oh, well then, be, yeah, but the thing is you're trying to be more famous and make more money. And I go, well, if I'm trying to make the most money, if I look at it and I go, I want to make the most money possible. That's my whole thing. I just go, I just want to make money. I don't care. And I want to have like importance and power. And then I'm not going to be a comedian. I'm out, I'm, I'll be out of this game. If I'm optimizing that problem and I go, okay, what's the best way for me to be, you know, go back to first principles. What's the best way for me to be powerful? And what's the best way to me, make money and stuff like that? And to get chicks or whatever the fuck you want, you know? And the best way is not comedy. So if I, if I, and I'm not one of those guys, a lot of these comedians take pride in the fact that they would be, they couldn't do anything else. I hear, hear that over and over again. They go, why is I a comedian? I couldn't do anything else. This is the only thing I, I could have done other things. You know, if I started a company, I'd be doing good at that. If I worked at a bank, I'd be doing fine there too. So there are, I, I'm not one of these people that like, this is my only option, man. It was this or nothing. I had plenty of other options, but I chose to do this because, you know, I wanted to be part of the cultural conversation. I like comedy. I like making videos, whatever. So if I take away the part where I'm telling the truth, then why don't I just get out of the game? So that's kind of how I think about it. Why, why do this if you're going to be lying the whole time? So that's my thoughts on that. So otherwise, you just have to watch the world and just you get gaslight you and then go, am I taking crazy pills? You watch Trump be funny and then they go, this guy's not funny. And you go, am I wrong? He's he's guys hilarious. So I'm watching this thing, you know, and everyone saw with the fucking stupid thing where they're like Trump's rat, you know, protests are great. I made a video about it already, but the protests are amazing and COVID is not a problem. And then Trump does his rally and they're like, he's murdering people. Can you believe this guy? And then, so apparently some kids, you know, bought a bunch of seats. So there wasn't as much seats there. And I go, so they, and, and then he's saying his rally was, you know, packed and them saying, you know, he couldn't even fill a rally. So two, three days ago, the media, the whole media is like, this guy is holding too many people. This is a problem. And then apparently, according to them, not that much people showed up and they're like, this guy didn't even get people there. So, and I go, what's your point though? What, what do you, what is your, if, if, let's say you're like, Trump didn't get people to rally. What's your point that people don't like Trump? They do though. Go, go through any, you know, drive through the states to any, you know, city that isn't a liberal metropolitan and everyone's got flags in their windows. I remember stopping at a, you know, a gas station. They've got a little place. They've got life-size posters of them. They're selling Trump pads. They got flags. What's your point that, oh, people don't even like him? They do though. 
I mean, what's your point? You're like, he couldn't fill a rally. They don't like, they'd like him though. Of course he has people. Everything he tweets gets retweeted by a million people. What are you talking about? So I look at Vice Magazine and their first article is like, Trump, the GOP's terrified and they're starting to panic that they're going to get wiped out in this election. And you're like, anyone who's alive is like, does that seem to be the vibe to you? That Biden has, Joe Biden, everyone's like, Oh my God, our Lord and Savior. Is has that has anyone in any private conversation ever even met someone that's like a Biden head? Who who thinks that? That's their thing. They're the GOP's terrified because Biden's support is through the roof. And you're like, what is what are you what are you, what are you selling me? The best is there the, so the Black Lives Matter thing, just how all in and how pervasive they had to be. And I'm gonna talk about that a bit in a second, but they go. This struck me is just hilarious. So I looked at Vice articles. I'm not going to dissect them. I just want to tell you the titles because I looked. <laughs> this is how much they are just all in on this. I look at their, their their titles. So they have sections: food, music, health, news. This is these are the articles. And so you go, the food, bakers against. This is the the first thing. Click on the thing. First articles, food. Bakers Against Racism or Baking for BLM, Music. How to Protest Racial Injustice in the Music Industry, Health. These Doctors are Joining the George Floyd Protests, News. Brief History of American Obsession with Black People Dying on Camera. Now, so no matter what, if you're into, you know, if you're into cars, it's like, why the auto, sh- it's just, so the whole, the whole thing has to be about activism no matter what. You are not allowed to play this game. I don't care if you're a baker. You need to be a baker against racial injustice, like my video, Bouncers Against Racial Prejudice. You're not, this is the whole thing. It's, you need to speak out and you need to say what we have to say. And you're like, all these CEOs, like the guy just, you know, someone just like ran a company that sells trinkets. And you go, what's your opinion? You go, I don't, I, I don't want to get involved. They go, you need to speak out. And it's like, well, maybe you're not going to hear, like to hear what he has to say, which is not why he's not speaking out. You have to vote, vote or die. Well, I don't want to vote for you. Okay, I'll vote for Trump. No, no, that's not how it works. And a brief history with Americans' accession with black people dying on camera from you, from the media. Like when I turn on, if it's not like, People coming up to me on the streets and being like, hey, check it out. A black guy getting shot on camera. It's you shoving that down my throat. I would rather not be eating breakfast and look at my phone and see people being murdered, black or white. But the the, the media running an article about how America needs to show you that. Like, no one's showing me that but you. <laughs> the media is the only people showing me those images. Now. I think I was wrong about Sean King because my take on him before was like, this guy, this guy's the worst. He sucks. I've changed my opinion to Sean King rules. <laughs> I, I'm watching this guy and I'm like, you know what? He's a white guy pretending to be black, laundering money, you know, and he just, he steals people's money and he goes so outrageous. And I go, listen, I was wrong. Sean King is more, <laughs> need more of Sean King. Me and Danny were talking about it. He goes, He's, so he's big on the the world needs to take down Jesus statues. That's one of his big thing, right? Jesus needs to go. Jesus is a tool of white supremacists. He goes, which first of all is just so funny because he's like, Jesus is white as a tool of white supremacy. Because a lot of, you know, there's an argument that Jesus wasn't white or whatever you think of that. It's like, no, Jesus was white like every other God from every other culture in the history because the people were white. The reason why 
There, find me a god where it's like a, a bunch of like white people that created a god and they made him Chinese. Find me an Asian country where they're like, yeah, yeah, here's our god. He's black. It's like, no, no, no. The reason that in Europe Jesus was fucking white is because the people made him look like them. Obviously. That's what people would do. But he goes, he's like, me and my friend Danny were talking about that and we go, how good? You know what? Cancel Jesus. Take down the Jesus statues. Let's just take this to its logical conclusion. I think he's right. Be like, you know what? Black Bower goes, we're taking down every white Jesus. Everyone gets mad. And just take the division in this country to its logical conclusion where everyone just says, all right. I think as every last Jesus statue is lying on the ground and we go, all right, are we are we done with all this stuff now? Are we good? Can we can can I just go back to being a baker now? Now we okay. Every Jesus statue's gone. Can can we just go do our Christian thing over here for Christian, and I'll go back to being a baker? And are we done? You got you you won. Jesus is torn up on the ground. So back to am I taking crazy pills? The Trump not funny thing. I watched his rat. I watched like the clips of his rally, and it's kind of like that Louis C.K. joke where they go listen. Can you believe Louis C.K. said this and they wrote the joke? He goes, I'd rather be, uh, he goes, I would, things were so bad in New York, I'd rather be in Auschwitz. Well, not now, when I, or now, but not when it was open, now, or whatever. And it was like, you know, you read it in the context of like, how could he? And you still are like, yeah, that's pretty funny. That's what I felt like with this, uh, the Trump thing. I watched the video and the only videos you can find is like news stations being like, how bad is this, this loser? And I'm watching it and I'm like, <laughs> pretty funny. He goes, he goes, coronavirus, the friggin' coronavirus. They're saying that, you know, that cases keep going up. That's because the testing goes up. He goes, we've done a lot of testing. I'm not going to do a good Trump impression. I was going to say it in my own voice. He goes, we've done a lot of testing. There's a 30, you know, we've done 30 million tests. Other countries have done some. We've done the most. And people say, we've got the most cases. That's because we do the most testing. So you know what I say? Slow down the testing. Problem solved. <laughs> What's yours? They go, amazing. Hilarious. And then people go, people get mad at him because he walked down the stairs. One of the funniest videos that he just walked down the stairs and they brought a doctor on and the doctor's like, the, the doctor, they're like, so is there, is it possible that he has cancer? What do you, what do you think? What do you think? He's got like four or five days to live. And the doctor's like, I mean, you really, he's just walking down a ramp, but it's hard to tell. And then he goes, and the doctor's like, and they're like, but, but what are the chances he has cancer? It's like the gist of the article. And they go, they say that I'm sick. I'll tell you, I'll tell you if I'm sick. You know who's sick? Joe Biden. You see these comments like, Kind of like in um, the movie with the the other guys where The Rock, and I think it's The Rock and Mark Wahlberg, and they they brutalized the city on this car chase, did like $10 gazillion of damage, broke through all the windows, smashed blades, and then they go, what do you think about you caught one criminal and you did a billion dollars worth of damage to the city? And he goes, we caught a criminal? Well, why don't you ask the city, the best city in the world? <laughs> it's like they literally go, Trump's, Trump sucks, and he goes, I'm not sucked, but no, you does suck. Joe Biden. And everyone goes, woo. And, they, and that other thing that he said funny, he goes, I'll tell you when I'm good. He goes, sometimes I give incredible speeches. Sometimes I'm bad. Sometimes I'm incredible. Tonight, I'm average. And I was like, I just thought that was such a funny line. Tonight, I'm average. He just he raises his performance as average. And so all this stuff happens the same way they say Trump's not funny. They go on and they're saying these comedians aren't funny now. You know, the same they do with Louie and then he's off and they go, now nah, we don't think he's funny. And they go, Joe Rogan, he's not this and that. He's terrible. He's not funny. All these people, they're trying to take them down. That's the thing. There's all the people. South Park's not funny now. Yes, it is. So, but these people, even the woke ones that do that, the jokes that they say are dangerous. You know, someone says like a racist joke and they go, this is the problem with the world that people are saying racist jokes or whatever. The grossest thing about it 
is not only, the first gross thing about it is most of these people, the Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, most of these people, Jimmy Kimmel, got popular kind of telling the truth and doing what they think was funny and the same jokes, and then they switched and they want to close the door behind them. Then that's whatever, you know, if you want to be like that, fine. But the more gross part is all of the people are still getting the laugh the same way. So, okay, so I watched this show, Nazi Hunters, and... It's like a bunch of uh, people that are, it's a bunch of these Jewish people that, and, and other people that formed a gang to like murder Nazis or whatever, right? Um, and in the show, they do this, they do, a, they do a, a game show and it's like, why do people hate the Jews? And, there's, and it's a game show. And then there's three people there saying, why do people hate the Jews? And then they go, uh, because they run the banks, ding, ding, ding. And then another person goes, because um, they, we hate the Jews because um, they control Hollywood, ding, 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 uh, because they're greedy, ding, ding, ding. And, and that's, that's this in the show. And then at the end of it, they go, you know, if you think like this, maybe you're the problem or something like that, right? But you go, but you got the laughs on the racism. Like the laugh you got, you did the sketch. So, this is a sketch that like Sam Hyde would make on his show that you might see in like a show like South Park or whatever. But they, the same way that they take their shitty opinions and make minorities say them for them and call it diversity, what they do is they're, they get the same laugh, but pretend that they're making fun of it. So I watched, you know, Aziz Ansari was one of the first people I noticed doing this, but I've noticed lots of people do this. They go, they go. In his special, he'll say some version of this. He's like, you know, my friend's a little racist. He's not like super racist. Not like come up to an Asian guy and say, ching chong, ching chong. And then everyone laughs. So you get the laugh of saying ching chong, ching chong to an Asian guy. And then, but your point is that like, I'm not that racist. So you're like, I'm not racist. I'm not like racist, like someone who would say this. And you say the thing, you get the laugh on the thing. Like you made, they made a sketch. Why do people hate the Jews? It was funny. People get laughs on that. And then they're pretending it's different. Can you imagine if I right now made that sketch, a game show of why people hate the Jews and put it on my Instagram, it would be taken down in one second. The same with Sasha Baron Cohen. He got a bunch of people to say, kill the Jews. Can you imagine people saying that right now? But they're like, they say, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, I know we had a four minute game show saying kill the Jews, but we're saying that the point of that is that it's bad to do that. Yes, but you're getting the laugh off the racism. The same way that when friends joke around, a lot of times the laugh comes from the mean part. Sometimes it doesn't. But a lot of times there's a target and maybe it's true. Maybe things are true. Maybe they're not true. Maybe it's just outrageous. But it, you're, you understand. So you go and then you go, it's not funny to do that. And we go, you just did it and got a laugh. But now you're pretending that that was not, no, no, no. They're laughing at, can you believe him? Ha <laughs> oh, it's, it's, that's a, can, no, that's a, I'm not racist laugh. No, no, no. From, it was the same comedic device used in the exact same thing, but you, they've laughed at the same thing, but you're like, no, 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 you're allowed to do it here because we're laughing, making fun of the right thing. We have the right opinions here. So that's why it's extra gross. And then you have to go, am I taking crazy pills? That's the same thing. Why was one wrong? And you go, well, yeah, because you, the, the difference is that the, you, don't, the, the, you don't hate Trump enough. <laughs> So one other thing I saw, and you know, some politicians posting this, it goes, why is it more offensive to be called racist than the racism itself? And it's like, the reason it's more offensive, you idiot, is if it's not true, you idiot. 
Like the same thing is like, you know, why would, why are you more offended by sexual assault allegations than the sexual assault? I'm not, if they're true, the reason people are offended by them is if they're not true. If you call someone in the KKK racist, at an extreme example, he's not going to be like, what? He's going to be like, yeah, no shit. So if someone does something that's not racist and you call them racist and they go, I'm not. And you go, oh, this guy's more offended by. Be-. Yes, because it's not true. People are offended by being called something they're not. For example, I'm not a woman. If I call, you know, if I call, if I call a girl or a man, if I go up to you and you, you're a man and she goes, I'm not a man. I go, why would you be offended about being called a man. What is wrong with being a man? And you go, I'm just not one. So if if you call someone something and they defend themselves, it's literally the exact same thing is let's burn the witch at the stake or drown the witch. And if she doesn't die, she's a witch, so we kill her. And then if she's a drown, she knows she's not a witch. Let's accuse someone of something. And if he fi- and he either takes it in which case he's guilty or fights back in which case he's more guilty. And it's like you under, you don't get you're flabbergasted by someone being offended by this. So yes, doing something that has a different opinion than you and you putting me in a box that I don't agree with. And then you go, well, you're offended by you're not, Why aren't you offended by racism? I might be when it actually is, but this isn't that. So I'm offended by you having a public lambasting of someone that I consider innocent. Obviously that's the reason it's more offensive. And how do you not see that? Sometimes this is kind of complicated, but sometimes these people even lie about what you're supposed to lie about. Because again, I'm not like some people, it's like truth is the only thing that matters. And I'm not really one of those people. For me, the diff- what I am is I'm against being forced to say something that I know is a lie. So again, it's like, I'm not a truth guy. If a fat girl's in the room, I'm not like, I gotta say it, you're fat. Like, I'm not a truth person. There's certain conversations that I don't think that... I want to get involved in because it's mean. If someone's, if you're a girl and she says, oh, you know, why aren't you interested? And your answer is like, because you're gross. I, I don't think that you say that. I'm not like, tr- you have to be honest. If you, Obviously, there's places where you want to be truth. There's places where you want to be, you know. So for example, if a girl shows up with makeup on a date, it's like, why are you lying to me? Give, take off that makeup. I want the truth. You, you know, obviously, on the first date, you don't show up, but they go, you know, girls, they go, you need to fucking tell people you're a slut and you need to act like you're a slut. And guys, you need to be more emotional. And it's like, listen, I just even disagree fundamentally that that men need to be emotional for good. But even if you don't, what I'm saying is that's the game we play. There's a difference between being truthful and showing your cards. As men and women, girls will act like they're less of sluts because it makes them more desirable. And men act like they're less emotional because girls don't like pussies. So they go, it's like they're literally telling you to be a worse thing. So it's like they want you... (laughs) This is getting complicated, but the times when you should lie, they want you to tell the truth. And the times where you should tell the truth, they need you to lie. I don't want to lie. So there's certain conversations I don't care to tell the truth about until you're forcing me to speak on them. And then I'm like, well, if I have to speak, I'm not going to be forced to lie. I would rather keep silent on those issues. If you have a girlfriend that she's like, hey, we're going on my friends and I need you to say this 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 to this guy. You go, listen, I'm going to stay home. You have fun. But this is getting a little, I don't want to just say these lies. She goes, my friend's really ugly. I need you to tell her I watch you. You go, ah, I don't want that. So it's like if someone 
thinks a certain way and they're a CEO and they go, you need to do this. And they go, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll just stay out of this. I don't, I don't want to, I don't really believe that. So I don't want to lie. They go, no, and that's the problem. It's not about truth. It's about being forced to say lies. That's the problem. So also a little side funny thing with the black squares. You know, one of my black buddies, we've been having a good joke saying that uh, I'm going to post a picture of him for Black Lives Matter, a black square. <laughs> so all of these people that don't fit in the boxes become such the perfect examples of this. Like I said, with the diversity, you know, how many black Republicans are you guys supporting? How many, you know, gay guys that are against this stuff are you pushing forward? None. So, and they, so if black people are like Trump, they go, Trump's against black people. And they go, what about a black guy like Trump? So they go, he's self-hating. They go, no, no, no. People always vote in their, against their self-interest. I've heard, I've heard liber- like if you're a fucking, you know, again, I'm not fucking on any of your teams. They go, uh, the fucking kind of like rich white liberal types they'll go poor people in Alabama vote Republican because they always vote against their they vote against their self-interest and I go you idiot if you're this like rich white liberal and you're voting for Bernie Sanders are you not by your definition voting against your self-interest is him saying I'm gonna you're saying oh because he's gonna hurt poor people and he's gonna take money from the rich and give it to the poor people and these stupid poor people don't want to vote for that then your parents who are rich and they're voting to take money away from them by your what you think realistically nothing changes for anyone taxes don't go down nothing changes but if you think that then you are voting against your self-interest if you have money and you're fucking voting for bernie sanders yes because obviously people don't vote like that they vote for what they think just the same way you are they're not voting for you know some people might look and be like, okay, this is going to affect me more. But most people vote based on where they were born, if you want to be completely honest. The same way most people's religion is the one they were born in. That's one, one of the most things I always say about religion. I go, all these people that, th- this is how you, you tell if you're a free thinker. This is the best one. Because these, they go, all these people, I go, no, no, no. I, these people are stupid and I'm smart. I go, what is an opinion that you have that disagrees with your team? And that's how you know if you would be, a, if, if you are a fucking super liberal, whatever, and you agree with everything across the board, and I don't mean, uh, no, 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 and if you, that means that when, if you were born there, you would have been that for Republican. You would have been, if you're burning books here, you would have been burning non-Christian stuff there. You would have been that person. And I, I just love it when they go, and I, and I don't mean that you disagree with them, that they're not radical enough, because that just means you've joined the cult and you're going to be the most of the cult. But that doesn't mean that you have any contrarian opinions. A contrarian opinion would be like, you know, I, I agree with like the Republicans in this and this and this. But for the most part, I think actually we have public health care or like, you know, I actually agree with liberals, but I think that they're wrong about this and this and that, whatever it is. Right. That's how, you know, it's the same with the Christianity stuff, because it they have this thing where they're like, listen, you have to be you have to have our God. Every every religion is like you need our God. And it's like. Or you don't, or you go to hell. It's like, well, lucky you that you got born in the country where everyone's Christian. Because if you got born in the forest of Obi Dhabi, if that's the name of a country, then I guess you're going to hell. Burn, baby, burn. Because you didn't happen to be born in Alabama. Like, lucky you that you happened to get born in the spot that was the right religion where you get to go to heaven now. It's like, lucky you that you got to be born in New York, that you got to be on team good guy. Cause if you believe every single opinion, you better believe you would have been the exact same thing for the other one. If you, if you're right now, 
the type of person that's on the internet canceling people and being like, this guy needs to come down because this racist joke. Guess what? You would be the guy trying to make flag burning illegal. You go, this needs to be a 40-year prison sentence for burning flags. That's That would be you. You would be that person 1,000%. And most likely, you'd probably subscribe to beliefs where they would just be your husband's beliefs. The same way your beliefs are just your friend's beliefs. If you grew up in that scenario... Also on Netflix, like, because, you know, I don't just, do, I'm not a stand up comedian anymore. I've been watching uh, TV shows where I never used to do that. And the whole Netflix is like, it's only like the Black Power Hour. So I've been just like binging. I binge like four Black Power shows in a row. And by the way, I like, I, I, I like black shit. I like black comedians. I like black power movies. I like all that fucking in the hood shit. So I, I binge like three in a row. And honest to God, I could feel, I, I could, I, I get the, the uh, getting swept away in things because literally by number two I'm like we need to get out there and kill the white man <laughs> I'm like fished right the fuck in but then but then I finished and I got back on the internet and it was like this is why we need a more black racquetball players and you're like oh yeah they don't actually care so nothing's gonna get done to solve any of these issues there you know when we'll be in a fully not racist society because you know the there's, you know, two arguments. They go, we need to break everything down by race and then fix it all. And there's one that's like, we need to, you know, because they go, they go if, if, listen, if, if the rule of cops, if they have laws that are hurting black people more, it's actually irrelevant whether it is. It's just relevant whether it's a just law or not. Do you know what I mean? Because these same people, they go, you know, this is a race issue because this law is hurting black people more. It's like, well, it's either right or wrong. Either the cops should be doing this or not. So the fact, the adding race into it doesn't really help your case. Because you can obviously think of laws that affect white people more, and they're not right. You go, okay, well, what about like financial crimes? Are they racist towards Jewish people that might be affected of those at a larger rate? Because that's there's a higher percentage of them in that field. Is that no? Of course, that's not an anti-Semitic law. The same reason, it doesn't, and it doesn't matter whether they're inherent racist. It matters whether the laws are right or wrong. So you go, listen, there's a law that um, this that's jaywalking, right? And they go, there's a law you shouldn't be able to jaywalk. And then they go, this is like more black people jaywalking. It's like, well, should they be able to jaywalk or not? It doesn't really matter the demographics here. It matters whether it's the thing. Is this right or wrong? And that shouldn't be along racial lines. It should be a just society of what, should, what laws are we supposed to have? I, I, again, I, I think this is just like 20-year-old white chick shit. But the idea that racism can only be towards the powerful, you know, so I, I was talking to someone, they go, it's racism, systematic racism. I go, look at the definition. They haven't changed it yet. So you, you haven't even changed the definition of the word in the Oxford Dictionary. And you're already like, no, no, you can't be racist towards white people. It's only if the institutionalized power. And you go, okay, so let me tell you where that argument breaks down. Look at, ask, ask, a, ask an Asian dude with a racist dad if if Asians can be racist, you go, no, 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 they need to have institutionalized power. Okay. So let's say that's your argument. Your argument now is that it's not, it's only called racism if the, if it's against the race that holds power. Okay. So what about if Jews hold a lot of power? Can you be racist against Jews? I think you'd agree that you couldn't say the stuff about Jewish people that you couldn't say about the white people. And then, you know, I'm sure you could pick lots of examples. And then, then they go, well, it's, they've had a historical, um, they, they've been discriminated against historically. It's like, okay, so is that the definition now? The definition is it's, you can only, only be racist against um, a, a, racist, a racial group that has uh, power bracket unless they have been discriminated against in the past. 
I'm sure you could find, you know, groups, different, different ethnic, ethnically white groups that have been discriminated against. Past. So who gets to decide now, now that you've made this wishy-washy definition, you might be able to say it's racist no matter what, but we think one's worse. But to string this along, it's like you're trying to fit. A, this is what you want to say. The racism doesn't count about when it's against white people. But what you're trying. So it's like you have an equation. You know, you know what the solution is. We know what we want is to say that we're like, it doesn't get one against white people. That's what they like. But instead they have to go, well, it's systematic. Uh, okay. Unless they were discriminated. You're like, does that work? No, it doesn't. It's like you, you're, you're making a definition. You're, you're making like a, a potion that's going to be a new sugar or something. And you want to be like, it doesn't kill any people. You're like, well, it kills one in, you know, 10,000 people. And you're like, okay, but like, can we, ah, like it, the equation doesn't fit, but you're trying to make it work to get your desired end. And I don't even give a shit. But if you make it that, then it'll be like, all right, so that's a different word. If you like, it's if it's if an Asian person can't be just uh, racist against a black guy, then what is it? That's uh, prejudice. Okay, well then prejudice is the new word that we use. So you've already probably ruined the world, the thing of racism anyway. So, you know, racism can be only for the powerful. Survey says, ding, ding, obviously not true. Grow up. There's, until we, a, a true non-racist society, like I said, We'll get to the point where a black, where a black girl, a black like 12, 12 year old goes to her mom and her mom says, those fucking white people. And she goes, mom, you can't say that. When, that'll be when we know we're getting to like, you know, closer to what my life was in Canada before I came to this fucking fucked up country. It is a mess over here. But that'll be when we truly get to it. When we have, when we have, you know, the, the 14 year old black chick and the mom says white people are bad. And she goes, mom, you can't say that about them. That'll be what 50 years look like when we're all the same. And we can, we can all say the same way. You can be like, listen, this is what I like about chicks this is what i like about guys i'll tell you you can look at different cultures and say there's better things that's why th there was a joke that i talked about that i really liked and the joke was that white families don't share like if they win the lottery the whole you know in an ethnic family a lot of times the whole family's rich when they win the lottery in a white family that guy's rich and i really love that that concept and kind of got obsessed with it for a couple reasons one it was something that like white people didn't realize about themselves so you'd kind of say that and they go fuck that's so true about my dad and there is other a lot of times people will be like well this guy shares this guy's got a trust fund and you're like and you you'll look further and you go oh no that's italian that's something else so you like your standard like european anglo-saxon like kind of you don't really have an ethnicity that's kind of how they treat it's sort of like you know my friend monty sky's joke where he goes white people raise their kids like wolves like you know it's like these people Filipinos move back with their parents when they're 40. I go, if I want to move back home, my mom would be like, you can Airbnb the basement if you like. <laughs> that ain't, you ain't moving back home. Are you crazy? You're out of your mind? Yeah, you're moved back home. Whereas, but the, the negative of that, so here's, you know, you say there's positives and negatives. The positive is that you kind of get more from your parents. The negative is when your parents get old, they're your responsibility. You know, how many guys are like, you know, I'm 45 years old. Like my mom's moving into my house. I got my grandparents moving into my house and I'm going to take care of them now. You're like, yeah, yeah. In, in, in your family, they might have helped you more and you could have lived there forever and made your food till you're 35. But in my family, you don't have to be responsible for them for the rest of your days. You turn 45 and you got your own family and your fucking grandparents are moving in. You're changing to diapers. So it works both ways. So you can look at... In the true non-racist society, you can look at cultures that are both uh, parts of cultures that are both good and bad. I'll give you a couple white people ones. Here's something I like about here's something good 
about like you know normal fucking no ethnicity pure like memes making fun of you white bread culture here's something what's bad about them first of all is they're way more susceptible to joining cults because they have less of a, like a natural disdain for environment because a lot of people a lot of times immigrant parents came from more oppressive governments and stuff like that so they have a natural ingrained um disdain for like authority in the cops and stuff like that i mean white people now have a disdain for the cops but a stain like a fear of authority that you can't you know, let them get the best of you so because of that white people are way more susceptible to joining mobs so if you look at all this like mob mentality the canceling on the internet that is like more of like white people traits because white people are like way more susceptible to sort of that stuff because they're not on guard as much what but you know a positive to that and that comes from being like part of the mainstream culture. You're not kind of like on guard because you're the main one. So you never really thought about it as much. And the positive to that would be that white people, a lot of times in that context are better at finding subcultures. So, you know, if you're a black guy and you start comic comedy, or in high school, being black was sort of a subculture. You're like, that was sort of an identity. You're like, yo, I'm a black guy. And that would be cool in the context of especially a society where there was less of them. So you're already kind of like a niche thing to begin with. You know what I mean? I'm the fu- Yeah, I'm the fucking black dude in the crew or whatever at the school. That's enough. You know, I'll just like, you know, the mainstream black bands. Whereas white guys, you sort of need to be like, I'll be like a, uh, a like a punk guy. That'll be my identity or a skateboarder. Or maybe I'll be this, you know, the chess club guy. Like you sort of find subcultures differently. Even right now with all this offensive stuff, you know, that that's bad. You kind of see these pockets of like subcultures that are like, that are kind of created by that. So because of that, because of the way that, you know, society treats the different people, they end up sort of being better and worse at different things. Positive about like black culture. I think they're naturally a funnier culture in a lot of ways, the same way that Jewish people are naturally funny culture. You know, maybe that comes from historically not having as much wealth, or maybe it comes from uh, this kind of the, the more family values stuff. Like when you go, you know, a lot of, uh, and maybe, a lot of like black cultures, they had like, they're big on the barbecues and the picnics. And a lot of that is people yelling at each other, people being funny, discussing these issues. So they're kind of like more prone to these comedy and comedy centric environments. It's like, who's the popular guy in the family is going to be the guy that's the funniest. So I find it's kind of like, a, a, it's a less of like, the excuse me, like that, that kind of like nerdy white, like, oh, we're proper. And that, you know, with, with this certain type of person becomes properness. So that's why you get, they're way funnier. But then a lot of times, the thing that maybe comes from a lot of these cultures that the other is the pride culture. They're like, why'd you smear my puma? Like they can't take it, can't get taken advantage of stuff. And when I see a lot of, you know, a lot of these, you know, I'm, I'm fucking Irish on my mom's side and they have that little stuff. It's kind of like, and it, that can be something that I don't like as much. Like you're at a bar. It's all like, yo, is that guy fucking looking at us like that stuff. And maybe I've gone through my phases of that too, but that, that like pride thing where it's like, yo, well, don't fucking, and I find it kind of hurts in the, you know, doing good in life a lot of times. Because for me, it's like, you know, for example, when I first started doing, uh, I won't say the name of one of the clubs, but there was a club that that I really want. I was like, this is the shit. And I want to be the main guy. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it for free. Uh, I'll like, you don't have to pay me for a little bit. And I just get my, what I want. So I'm like, I'm going to get in lots of spots. I'm getting to work out there as much as I want. I also had the freedom to just like kind of show up late and switch my spots and not, not worry about anything. And I'm like money in like stand up comedy is never, how I'm, how, never really how I make all my money to begin with. So I kind of was like, you know what? I'm going to take a little hit on this to get a scenario I want. And he's taking advantage of me. A lot of people would never do that. Cause they're like, he's, these club owners are taking advantage of you. And you're like, well, if, if that was my goal there, but you know, there is this thing of like, you know, a lot of people like, 
like let people take advantage of them and then you see them you know i'm super famous and popular and successful and still people are taking advantage of me so a lot of times it can be a tool i've had you know on bands or tv shows let's say i was hiring someone and i wanted to hire them for a thing so there are a lot of times i call someone and if the first question they ask is like how much is it how long do you need me for it's like immediately they're like coming up guard and it's like i'm not you have to trust that I'm not going to take advantage of you. But if you're going to be on guard with me, it's like uncomfortable. I remember not taking a band on tour because immediately like the first question, instead of being like, yeah, that sounds fun. Let's talk about it. It's like, so what are the dates? What are the, what are, how much are you getting paid? Like what are a spot? I go, I, and I kind of like, you're like, I don't want to have this dynamic with someone. So sometimes that's a negative of a pride culture that sometimes, you know, Irish cultures like that. And some of these ethnic cultures kind of have that. And that's a, that's a, maybe a negative. So, if you can't look at each other and say your positives and negatives, it's going to be very hard to get to a post-racial society because everyone just has to be lying all the time. I don't want to put other races on grandmother treatment. I want to be friends with people. I want to have I want to be in a society where we actually have friends and we can talk the tr- we can talk shit to each other and everyone's actually sort of equal. If I have to watch what I say and I got to put people on grandmother treatment like I do with girls, <laughs> I like I said, these girls come in and they'll be like, "You can't say that." And you're going, "It's okay. So I got you. Next time you're here, I'm talking the boys one way then you show up I go hey how's it going oh what spots did you do okay how's your you know how's the uh that show you're on or whatever and you talk about really remedial stuff and they go you know what's it like with your girlfriend you go oh you know she's fine you never you're on grandmother treatment I don't want a society where we divide us into freaking groups and we put each other on grandmother treatment because we all have to lie about everything that's not a good look for the world and it's not a positive way to make move forward man I'm making too Am I getting too fired up about all this stuff? <laughs> and also, my friend at the funniest fucking point, a lot of these people, they go, you know, you need to support these movements. What are you doing support? He goes, I give half my check every month to all these programs. That's what I'm doing to support. Guy works at like a big company. He's got tons of money. He's like, I pay 200 grand a year to support your causes. You're not doing anything. Oh, you posted a square? Yeah, I pay 200 grand a year to friggin' all these like social welfare programs, which is kind of true. It's like, you know, you have a society and a government that takes the money and distributes, you know, whether you think that's good or bad, that's the way it is. And the because of that, you don't have to be on constantly an activist because that's the whole point is people are doing it. They're taking your money and then they're, distributing to people that have less money and this and that it's like a pretty good point to be like how do you support yeah i give half my check every year that's how much i support i thought that was a pretty funny point okay i'm gonna wrap this up because it's getting near the end but honestly i do want to say that i appreciate everyone like in the last two months all these you know i've had four viral videos in the last little bit the numbers have doubled again which was something that i said so everyone that's been like taking screenshots and sending them to their friends sending the podcast to their friends and sending me messages it's honestly super cool because to me it does feel a little bit and you know not to freaking talk about myself too much because i know people uh i know it's gross but there is this element of like you know, I always kind of love people like Louis C.K. That, and, and in a lot of ways, I kind of looked at, hopefully, I was going to have a career that sort of followed that, where it's like, I was kind of making videos and making TV shows for all these networks, and then I've been doing that for so long and practicing and killing in silence, as Bill Burr says, and then I kind of came to America, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing. And then it's working, like all my things growing, the Patreon's working, the whole thing's working, so everyone's been supporting it, and it does feel very cool, because like. 
you know, I came here, you don't know, but I did feel a little bit like, they always talk, Bill Burr talks about that, like killing in silence, which means, you know, for years he's like, I'm in the buttfuck nowhere murdering and no one cares. Like I was really in buttfuck nowhere. I'm in a different country doing three shows a night and people come up to you and they go, man, like, yo, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And you go, they go, why aren't you famous? And you go, cause I live, I, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm not, I, they don't even know who I am. I'm not even in the same country as these people. <laughs> so, you know, I have a friggin' little show on CBC or whatever, but these, so to, so, so to see like the thing kind of work and everyone posting my stuff and every month, every week, new people join the Patreon. We got new $20 Patreons, Ryan Culp, uh, Doug put $20, Ace O'Reilly, my boy, Toby Carter. These people were, you know, it, it does make it actually sick. And cause I, it does make the whole thing very cool. And I got this merch, the friggin' boy shirts, they're kicking ass. So anyways, I, I put it, I'm going to do an extra podcast. I do one every two weeks on the Patreon. And even if you want to do five bucks, if not, just tell a friend, whatever. And okay, that concludes me talking about myself because I know how gross it is. Guys, this has been The Boys Cast. Oh,